Today's episode is brought to you by King Realty and Management Incorporated, a full-service residential real estate brokerage with a multi-generational approach. Are you looking to invest in real estate here in Texas? Or better yet, are you looking to sell your home? Be sure to contact King Realty and Management. Visit kingrealtytx.com slash podcast. versus machine, how I got someone else to pay off my student loan debt and how you can do the same thing. Let's jump right into today's conversation. Hey guys, it's Courtney again with Millennial versus Machine. Thanks for tuning in to episode 23. Uh, Before I jump into today's episode, um, I want to read another review off of Amazon. Um, This review says, this is a short, straight to the point, easy read. Miss King explains her story and how she got started, what she currently does now, and how we can do. There's no fluff or promise of riches untold. In fact, she tells you it's not easy to do, but it's possible with the right help. I'm glad I selected this book and look forward to owning my first investment property very soon. You guys, thanks so much for all of these reviews, not only of the book, but also of the podcast. I really appreciate it, and it really helps other people find uh, this information that I'm putting out here. So today's episode is called Your Bigger Why, and if you listened to the episode last week, um, I just kind of paused for a sec um, to reflect on everything that's going on in our nation um, with police brutality, um, racial injustice, um, and just the heavy time that we're in right now. And um, I also discussed kind of my role, um, my understanding of my role right now. (laughs) Uh, I know the role that I play in this world um, is evolving um, daily, actually, um, just like yours is. And one of my roles happens to be... um, just helping people not only in their everyday real estate needs, but also um, in the future planning um, for, you know, generational wealth, um, planning or investing in a way that produces financial freedom. Um, And so that's one of my roles. So today I want to kind of further develop this conversation um, about generational wealth, um, what it means to me, um, you know, maybe start, spark some questions on what it means to you. Um, the first thing that actually comes to mind as I'm just sitting here, um, is I want to define generational wealth. Um, and I apologize cause I didn't have it pulled up. It literally just came to mind. Um, so generational wealth, um, I just did a quick little Google search and it, is defined as the concept of building generational wealth is easy. You simply have to acquire assets or save cash that you don't intend to spend in retirement. Then you pass those assets along to your children when you pass away. 
This sounds easy in concept, but can be difficult to put into practice. Um, gosh, there's a lot of really cool websites about how to build generational wealth. Um, there's even 14 lessons on building generational wealth for millennials. That was an article by medium.com, um, that was published in 2018. I may link that to this episode just so you guys can review it. Um, but when I talk about generational wealth, I am thinking, what can I do now to put myself in a financial position so that my future children um, have something to work on um, or work from, I guess would be a better way to say it. And then also so that they don't necessarily have to work exactly like I have or like my parents have, but they have something that they can continue um, I think of a lot of the people that I went to school with, um, high school, even um, college, where their f- parents or their families w- were from a long line of um, people that worked in a particular field, right? Uh, maybe they were attorneys, maybe they were doctors, you know? Um, and how, when somebody starts with that foundation, it makes, well, it appears to me that it makes life and things a lot easier from a financial or economic perspective, um, for, for future generations. Okay. And I'm actually 100% a beneficiary of this from my parents, right? My dad did not get past the 10th grade. My mom for many years was a cake decorator. Um, They both are entrepreneurs. I got bit with the entrepreneurial bug too. And I see how both of them really, gosh, busted their butts um, to put us kids, because I'm the oldest of six, um, put us kids in a position where we didn't have to struggle like them. And for example, and I talk a little bit about this in the book, my dad um, started off in property maintenance. So basically like a handyman and he worked on different properties for different property management companies and then saw a need for competent management companies. And there grew our family owned property management and property maintenance companies. And it's funny because you'll read this in the book. I fought joining that because our culture says, oh, you need to have your own thing. Like you shouldn't follow your parents. You, you need to have your own thing. You need to be in your own lane and do your own thing. And I, I don't know exactly where I got that from, but that was my whole mindset, um, both in high school and in college. And it wasn't until like 2012 where I was like, wait a minute, I'm working a nine to five using my talents for the most part to benefit some other company for which I have zero ownership interest. This doesn't make sense. And in that, I realized that I was held down, kind of uh, restricted in really what I could do. And so 
I just look at, wow, you know, my dad, um, not only was he in property uh, maintenance, but also in real estate and had his property management license and has his broker's license. And I found myself like, duh, Courtney, this is a no brainer opportunity to continue to build upon the foundation that he set. And it's okay that our lanes are similar. And as I have grown, um, older, a more clear lane within the whole sphere of real estate has opened up for me. And it's been so obvious that my dad has certain skills that he's passed along to me, but I have also some unique skills that he doesn't have. And so I think I was more operating from almost a scarcity mindset to a degree, which I think was very kind of subconscious. Um, now to more of an abundance, a more a mindset, more of a, okay, God, um, I see this foundation. I'm so grateful for this foundation that um, I've, I've received. Um, help me to build on it. Okay. And so I highlight this experience of mine because I see my family working and building this foundation to allow me to add to it and continue it. Um, hopefully for many years to come, God willing. Um, so maybe, you know, your parents don't, maybe they, they aren't entrepreneurs, Maybe they have regular jobs. There's no knock against that. Um, I think we all have very unique journeys, um, unique for the specific purpose that God brought us here to this earth, you know? Um, so I wanted to make sure I paused and said that. Now, if you are in a family that, you know, maybe there's no clear foundation um, number one, I would recommend that you make it a matter of prayer and see. I mean, there's some sort of foundation. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's positive or negative, but um, there's something that you could, you may be able to examine. Or, you know, if there isn't anything, then you have an opportunity to make moves now to um, create that for future generations, your kids, your kids' kids. So, um, those are just a few little words of encouragement. Now, there are so many different ways to build generational wealth. Again, my lane is primarily, um, real estate, real estate investing. Okay. There are other avenues as well between entrepreneurship be and, and creating, um, family owned companies, um, to stock market you know, um, trading stocks, trading options, all of those things. Uh, my boyfriend is actually really skilled in that kind of stuff. Um, diversification is very important, I believe. Um, but for the, my scope, um, based on my expertise, my primary focus is from a generational wealth building perspective is, um, real estate right? How can you purchase a property, whether that be a multifamily property, single family home, commercial property, whatever, purchase this asset that's going to generate cash for you and continue to do so. Um, that's my lane. So 
you know, when I first started this journey of this podcast and releasing the book, which was um, a little over six, six months ago, my um, focus, and actually this is still continues to this day, is to locate some additional properties that I can add to my portfolio um, that are going to generate cash flow. So in the book, I talk about the very first property, which is in 2011, that was generating over $600 a month. Um, I have another property right now, which is generating about $578 a month. Um, over the years, I've bought and sold many, many properties. Um, now, could I have held on to them? Yes, but I sold um, a few of them um, because of the point in time that it was at, because of the purpose of the property, um, and because of the goals that I had and now have. So, um, like I had mentioned in quite a few episodes, you're constantly revisiting your goals, both your short term and your long term. But in this present moment, I am still looking for additional properties that I can purchase, that I can renovate, and that I can rent out for a monthly cash flow. And that cash flow, um, over time, either pay, pays for other liabilities that I have. Um, on one of the properties that I have in, in Pearland, I actually don't touch any of the cash. Um, I just let it stack um, to be able to use on future investments or capital improvements on that particular property. There's no right or wrong thing to do, but the point is, guys, is to educate ourselves to understand um, one of the ways that we can build generational wealth is through real estate investing. So when I get to the point where I start having kids, um, that cash flow potentially can offset some of my new expenses as a parent. Um, I could save that cash flow to go to um, my kids' college fund. I don't even know if college will be a thing by then, um, to be honest with you, with the way our world is changing. But there's just so many different things. But the point is to have these assets that generate income. And um, in, in at the end of the day, helping both presently and future generations to survive and thrive on these assets. You know, I have King Realty, the actual company, um, the real estate brokerage, that is also another piece that I'm using to build generational wealth. It has been passed to me from my dad. And then I hope to pass it on to my kids or one of my siblings, you know, depending on what God wrote. Um, but the key is freedom and being, being a recipient of, of these different generational wealth uh, tools and the foundation that I've received is helping me to uh, prepare for the future, but it's also freed me up to not struggle with some of the things that my parents struggled with. And so that's the whole point. That's the bigger why. Um, the income that I make on my rental properties is not just for me and it's not just about me. Neither is the income that I earn from King Realty, but it's about, um, being a good steward of it, using, you know, whatever funds or whatever resources I have, um, in a way that God wants me to use them because at the end of the day, it's God's company, <laughs> it's God's podcast. It's, you know, none of it really belongs to me. And so, um, 
I, I just encourage you to look for your bigger why, right? Because to really make this thing work, guys, I think you have to have a stronger why or a bigger why than just student loans. And I think that's where your long-term goals come into play. So this is just a few of my thoughts um, on generational wealth. I'd love to hear from you on your thoughts on generational wealth. Um, I'm going to be posting um, pieces of this uh, podcast on uh, my social media. We're at Millennial VS Machine or at King Realty Texas um, on Instagram. And we're at King Realty Texas on Facebook as well. But I would love to know what does generational wealth mean to you? And what are you doing now? Or what do you want to do um, in the future to help build generational wealth for you and your family? Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And most importantly, share this podcast. I really appreciate it. And I really want to reach and help as many people um, as possible. You can visit CourtneyMKing.com slash podcast if you want to give some feedback there as well. And um, don't forget, the book is available on Amazon. If you just type the search Millennial versus Machine, it'll come up um, or it's also linked in the show notes. I will also link some of these articles um, for you to review, mainly to spark thought and conversation and hopefully action. So if you take a look at the show notes, they will be in there. I hope you guys have a great rest of the week and I will talk to you later. Well, thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you want to continue the conversation, be sure to visit CourtneyMKing.com slash community. And oh, by the way, please subscribe, share, rate, and review this podcast. I would greatly appreciate it. And so would your peeps who are looking to get out of student loan debt. Until next time.